Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. One Oak Street Conway or on Facebook and Instagram. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks, picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a living from writing rats. Put it together himself, but a picture connects. Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect. He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach. And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist. 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear, because why you was ill? Who would have thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames? And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof, I heard from with death This is 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% Sick and he's spitting fire and mice. Got him out the dryer. He's hot. Found him in Fort Minor with top. But a fucking nihilist porcupine. He's a he's a the type. Women want to be with him. Rappers hope he gets eight years in the making. Patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. He's got a partner in crime. This is equally dope. You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat. He's not your everyday on the block. He knows how to work with wood. He's got making his way to the top. He don't think it's a common on his name. People keep asking him, was it? Given that birthday doesn't stand for an I never take it for granted. Um, and with how this season's uh, gone, the, the battle through adversity, it's been, it's been truly awesome to see these guys grow. Um, and uh, we're ready to go. We're ready to get to Vegas. It was awesome. I mean, you guys came in here. The ball control, the discipline you had, those those drives, you had basically double the time of possession uh, that first half to get the lead. Yeah, I've learned to play different. I said it kind of during the week. It's not all about stats. It's about winning at the end of the day. You saw Tom do it for a long time. Um, he, he would do whatever it took to win. And when the defense is playing like that, um, I, my job is not turn it over, get it to the playmakers, score enough points, get the win. Here it is, third and nine, game on the line. They dial up the pass play to MVS, and you nail them. You floated it out there beautifully. Just talk about that play because that, that sealed the deal, man. Yeah, no, uh, coach has confidence in us. I went to the sideline, and we just said, All right, we want the ball. We want to have a chance to go out there and win it right here. Um, and MVS, I gave him a chance, and he made a play happen. And uh, He's done that these last few weeks, and we've had confidence in him the whole time. Even though he's gotten hate from outside the building, we love him inside the building. Um, and uh, that's why, because he makes big plays whenever big moments come up. Last one, we appreciate your time. I told Spagnolo, I've never seen a defense play this consistent from week one here all the way to the championship game. A little on this group because it is a team effort, and boy, all three units came through for your team. Yeah, 100%. This is a great football team. It's not a great offense, great defense, great special team. It's a great football team. Every single aspect, that's what, you ta- that's what it takes to get to the Super Bowl, and hopefully we can go out there and get that Super Bowl ring and that Super Bowl trophy with it. Yeah, maybe so. That is Patrick Mahomes, if you didn't recognize the voice, because I know a lot of people were thinking, why are they opening this show on Kermit the Frog? It isn't. It is Patrick Mahomes as we welcome you in. Day two of the DJ Williams era in the zone. Justin Acri and Christian Weaver alongside. We call him the wizard, though. But for those who are uninitiated, just want to let you know his real name is Christian. Uh, welcome. And that is going to lead us into our question of the day today, DJ. What we, we, talk- got? we talked about it a little bit yesterday um, because he mentioned Tom Brady. If In his prime, who you want, Mahomes Ooh, yeah. or Brady? And admittedly, you got to talk about, well, who's around him, that kind of thing. And certainly Tom was not served well with a litany of great talent. And yep. you, you saw that sort of pair off, or t- taper off, rather, is the word I'm looking for, uh, later in his career in New England before he went to Tampa and then got sort of 
reinvigorated with some of the talent around him. But uh, Bill's like, man, this guy is so good. I think I can just stick anybody out there with him, and he'll be fine. So sure. as as time went on, at least. Yeah. But uh, there was a period of time where, you know, they were bringing in guys like you and saying, hey, we need guys like this to help help us win. But um, anyway, so in their prime, with all the things they do, the way they operate, that's going to be the question of the day today. Who are you going with? So. In their prime, as far as just those two, or just those two, just which one would you st- which one would you rather have at quarterback? Um, and you're saying that between Patrick Mahomes and my guy Brady, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I-, I think you have to. Uh, and I know a lot of people who are big time Patriot fans, or you know, saying you can't take away from the greatest to ever do it. Uh, I think you look at their first what six seasons in the league, or I think I saw something like that. Patrick Mahomes, they're pretty even across the board as far as uh, close to Super Bowls, uh, playoff records and all that, but the touchdown to interception ratio is not even close. Hmm. I mean, Patrick Mahomes almost has him by 70 more touchdowns and half the picks, and so uh, obviously I think Patrick Mahomes is somebody who can do more with less. Uh, I think Brady can... I don't want to call him a system guy, you know what I mean? But it, it's kind of hard if you're comparing the two. I feel like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, you can Mahomes put him in any system, system, he'll be fine. You say, yeah, Mahomes is the system. That, that's perfectly uh, said. So, yeah, I, I think it's a no-brainer. Any GM, probably besides the relationship that Robert Kraft had with Tom Brady, would pick Patrick Mahomes. But Brady went and did it in Tampa, so how can you call him a system guy if he went somewhere else and did it? I mean, he, he also had veterans around him, too. You think he just went to a team with absolutely no talent. I, I mean, that team was stacked, and the guys that they brought in, veterans that wanted to play for them, they had great uh, defense, and uh, I think that he had a lot of that you know, with um, the Patriots. And, you know, yes, you talk about his Super Bowl wins, but outside of a, um, you know, Bad play call against Seattle. There goes one. Um, a circus catch with Julian Edelman uh, when they came back for the Atlanta Falcons. And there goes another one. So, I mean. He lost to Eli Manning twice. twice. I mean, come on. What yeah, what's wrong with him? Now, also, two catches there that were unreal in both of those games. But still, I mean, I, like I said, I don't want to hate on Tom Brady at all. I, I think he has something that a lot of people don't possess. And I would say that's just the competitive edge. And um, he, he he's so coachable. My first meeting when I got to um, New England, I'm sitting there in the huge team room, and you, I'm used to seeing how McCarthy used to talk to Aaron Rodgers, and um, he, Aaron could do no wrong. You don't, you don't want to piss Aaron off, you know, and you could just feel that because he's very, he's a sensitive guy, right? Talented as all uh, get out. Um, my first meeting in there, team meeting, they show game film, and Bill uh, Belichick shows a um, a clip of Tom Brady throwing a quick little five yard out route. And he missed it, threw it in the ground. And he says, this is supposed to be some some all-pro, all-great-time quarterback. And he, he makes a – I don't know if you can cuss on the show yet, but he makes a, he makes a, he makes a bad throw. He said yeah, it – This ain't the Pat McAfee yeah, show. It, he, yeah, he cannot yeah, swear. Yeah, in, in a different way. And I was just waiting for Tom Brady to get up and say, hell, don't talk to me like that. He put his head down, took notes, and then that very same day at practice, he made that throw 50 times. And me thinking – we all know Tom Brady can make that throw, but he's just so coachable, and uh, he's uh, a lot of players don't possess that. You feel like Mahomes is that way? I, I think he is. Uh, Aaron, not so much, right. but I think Mahomes is that type of guy, and I think Mahomes also too acknowledges that he still has so much room to grow. Um, and I wish I could be in a locker room to see how that operates, but I can only attest what it's like being in a meeting room with Brady. They would last so long because he would ask so many questions. Yeah. And uh, at that point, I'm just like, I've only been here two weeks, and I know the answer to that question. Why are you asking that? But he always feels like there's something left to, to gain, and I think Patrick Mahomes possesses some of that too. It's interesting. Yeah, I like it. It's day two of your tenure here, and I'm already asking you to crap on Tom Brady. So yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing now. Yeah. I mean, there is no right answer or wrong answer per se, and maybe some preference you know, situation. But, again, I, I want to just sort of reiterate the point. I don't want to hammer it home too much repeatedly over the next couple of weeks, but I do think we are in an era where you got to be considerate of what Mahomes has done. And, look, nobody is great without a great coach or a great organization. I mean, Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen and the role players they had, he doesn't win six titles. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't ever say, oh, it's only because of this or it's only because of that. You have to have a lot of things come together in a team sport for you to win. Let's be real. So, Mm -hmm. like, let's not pretend that, you know, and it bothers me. It's kind of like the Shanahan-Purdy thing. It's like, well, it's a system thing. And if it wasn't for Shanahan, Purdy wouldn't be an efficient quarterback or an yep. effective quarterback. Admittedly, Shanahan did get Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. I will I will say that. But I do think Purdy's doing a little bit better. Anyway, the point is, I guess, 
It is, and I compared it to Nicholas and Tiger. Again, mm-hmm. Nicholas still has the numbers and will die with them, but you can't look at Tiger and go, he did it differently, and I like that better. And I think head-to-head over 20 years, mm-hmm. Tiger would have wore Jack out more often than not. Not to say that Jack wouldn't have gotten his, too, because he would have, but yep. I think Tiger wins the majority of those. I think most people would feel that way. Yeah, well, I and think, uh, still with – sorry, Christian, what were you about to say? I was going to say, I think – it's not even a foregone conclusion. Mahomes may have more Super Bowls than Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, and uh, to go along with that, I still think we're seeing him reach his potential. I don't think he's there yet. Um, and the reason I say that is what made somebody – you think about the mobile quarterback, how they get their guys out of situations. They can extend these plays. Tom Brady was not one. Peyton Manning for sure wasn't one. Uh, how they do so well in those situations is just what they did pre-snap. I mean, it was unreal – their IQ of football. Aaron Rodgers is the same way. He just happens to possess the ability to get out of the pocket as well. But Mahomes, I think that was maybe two years ago, um, he was still kind of talking to a reporter, and he was saying, I'm still trying to figure out what, what, what the rotation in the defense is. And that was just two, three years ago. And so once he becomes a real student of the game, and he starts picking up these pre-snap reads as well as a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning, I, I think it's just almost going to be unstoppable. Um, I just don't know how you cover a guy like that. And uh, your only hope is to have a front four who can get pressure without needing to blitz everybody because if you start blitzing, he's going to see it coming and he's going to get the ball out quick. I think I saw a stat yesterday where Tom Brady at age 32 had reached four Super Bowls. And this is now Patrick Mahomes' fourth Super Bowl, and he's 28, I believe. Ooh, we're in it. Scary. Yeah. You know, and I, I talked about it yesterday a little bit. The numbers are impressive. I mean, Mahomes is 14-3 and in the playoffs. He's 2-0 and on the road now. And Brady, all-time, 35-13 and in the playoffs. 7-4 and in true road games, which Joe Flacco also has seven road wins. He's the only other quarterback to get to that number. So there's his deal. The other thing that's kind of interesting is, and again, the Tiger and and, and Jack analogy is not really perfect because they didn't play in the same era. The game yeah. was definitely different uh, with technology and some of the training and different mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, look, Jack was a pretty physical specimen for his era. If he would have grown up in Tiger's era, he would have been a guy that probably would have been in the weight room and killing it. Yeah. So it might have been a little different deal. Plus, he could have benefited from the new technology. But again, all things being equal. Brady's interesting because he played in the run-heavy era yep. into the era of the pass-first kind of mentality mm-hmm. and let's be honest I mean we saw that offense as one of the first to ever sort of replace run game with short pass game right yeah I mean you saw a little bit of it even back in the Bill Walsh era in San Francisco that was the whole West Coast deal right yeah. I mean you, it makes it a lot of high percentage throws for your quarterback mm-hmm. I mean just think about like 25 years ago yeah. a 68 percent passer 72 percent passer impossible yeah I mean unheard of yeah unthinkable yeah, video game numbers where you get the Wes Welkers and the Julian Edelmans and all those type of guys uh the Cole Beasley's of the world so yeah I mean it's an interesting uh development change of the game so yeah it just goes down to I think the best thing is no matter what era they play will they do well I think Patrick Mahomes for sure <laughs> is one of those guys uh Brady is one too because he's actually shown it so mm-hmm. uh yeah I think when it's all said and done um Patrick Mahomes I mean he Dang, it's so hard to do that, though, right? Yeah, the greatest is. of all time. It is. Are we witnessing it as we speak? It's pretty awesome to see. Yeah. You know, and we thought Aaron Rodgers had that potential as well, but he ends up one and one in the Super Bowl, yeah. and so it's hard to make the claim. You have to have the ability, you have to have the numbers, and you have to have the wins. I think that's what it comes down to. One and one in the Super Bowl. They only went to one, right? Only, only went to one. Yeah, they they only beat the Steelers. That was it. Uh, lost it to the uh, Giants, I believe, first round. Well, we had a first round bye. It was the year we was went, that the frozen face game. Uh, Coughlin? I can't remember. It was uh, They scored right before halftime, Hail Mary. It was uh, Akeem Nix. He was a receiver. Oh, exactly. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then, um, I mean, it's just... They lost to the Niners a couple times. Lost to the Niners the at San Francisco before they went on to the Super Bowl. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of... That that team makes me so mad. So much talent. And you couldn't believe the drama in that locker room back then. All I mean, it was just... Aaron, I think if he was a little bit better at not necessarily picking favorites all the time because you know he has his boys i mean he has his boys i Randall think that Cobb. team yeah and i think he got a little bit too involved of who he wanted what coaches he wanted and uh it just really kind of i think that team had a lot more in the tank they just missed out a lot a little bit too involved yeah um, kind of like kind of like uh, jerry jones you know too involved with cowboys do right? you consider him in the same breath what'd you say Aaron with the other guys 
talent, talent standpoint? Oh, talent no doubt. Uh, but, but we're not going to compare careers, yeah, right? Yeah, not, not career. Talent, I mean... For my first day in New England, uh, that's all Brady would ask me about. He was like, God, he throws the ball so good. Like, uh, And then him and Mallet, you know, Mallet was on the team back then, too. Yeah. Um, they would sit there and ask me, so, and they, they were trying to mimic how he throws the ball with horrible feet or footwork, and they said, can he do it like this? And I, like, when you have guys like Brady just admiring how well this guy can throw the football, that says a lot. So talent-wise, he's one of the best I've ever seen throw a football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Question that yesterday was run about 50-50. Did the best two teams make the Super Bowl? And I'm curious to see how that one shook out, Christian. So let's pull that up here. Yes, uh, 52%, by the way. Yes, 52%. So it was pretty Ooh, close. Good question. Then. That's you. a good question. Yeah, we don't ever get 50-50. Yeah. That was a good one. I mean, I think a lot of people feel like if, if Baltimore and Kansas City played 10 times, Baltimore would win more than half. Because that was as bad a yeah. game plan and execution as they could have probably had. Yeah, it was horrible. And I give Kansas City credit. They made plays. Yeah. Now, just being shut out in the second half, though, that, I think that says a lot. Like I said that shows the real team what the adjustments they make at, make at halftime, and they had Kansas City figured out. It was just bonehead mistakes from Baltimore had yeah. them lose that game. Today, we're going to talk to a few people. Pat Bradley will be on in the eleven o'clock slot. We'll visit with him and uh, talk to him about the Razorback basketball team. Also, Jerry Palm, Lenardi, all weighing in on how many SEC teams get in. There was some movement in the poll. Alabama working their way up. They had a good week. And so we'll talk to Pat about the rising tide and the falling Tigers. It's all good. That's fine. If you can adjust everything else, that's cool. Chris Curry's here, so we're going to talk to him at 1030. They've got their big uh, first pitch event, I guess we'll call it. I was going to say tip-off, kick-off, first pitch. We'll call it first pitch event. On Friday, and uh, baseball season is certainly practicing and only a few weeks away from getting underway, so we'll talk to Coach Curry about that and whatever else he wants to get into. And they are putting on their banquet on uh, – sort of their, their first pitch banquet on Friday. And then we've also got uh, Eli Craner coming up, thanks to the old bank up in Russellville, and we'll talk to him about uh, whatever book selection he makes this Gotta week. Got to get you a good book. Yeah, right? I, I tried to get him to talk football last week. He's like, man, he because of all the books. weeks. Yeah, yeah, he normally wants to talk football, but okay. I don't normally ask him because we're normally tight on time. But then I asked him last week, and he's like, I didn't actually catch the game. So oh, come on. Yeah, he's a busy man. So a couple things that are sort of ancillary to, but not directly related to the games. Uh, from a football standpoint, and I want to talk about broadcasting. And DJ, as someone who works in broadcasting and played the game, I'm sure you have your opinions. Oh, okay. Wes wait. and I have debated this many times over. He's partial to Romo or uh, anybody else that played for the Cowboys that happens to be Aikman. Which yeah. I think Aikman's great. I think Romo's good. Okay. But Greg Olson is the rising star, and Olson just finished his last game mm. as the number one color guy on Fox. Now, Speaking of Brady, he's supposed to be sliding in with a 10-year, $375 million deal. And so people are like, well, what happens to Olsen? He gets pushed down. But people are pretty hot. And let me tell you something. Tom Brady has got some pretty big shoes to fill because (laughs) I think he has been amazing, talking about Olsen. And so if you're going to push him out of the main spot, and he and Kevin have a great, uh, Burkhardt have a great sort of uh, rapport. I think they're really good playing off each other. He doesn't overstep. He's super efficient. He gets his thoughts out. He moves on. You know, and guys who get better at that over time, that's pretty natural. But he's pretty early in his career to be as good as he is yeah. at, at um, you know, kind of giving his thoughts and getting out of the way. So there's a lot of pressure on Brady, but oh, yeah. people are kind of bent out of shape about this. I, I like Greg Olson. Uh, two things uh, before I even say that. You said that word ancillary. What uh-huh. is that? I don't even know what that means. Sort of what like is, not, not the primary thing, but sort of back in the... Okay. Like it's another secondary, factor, yeah. but it's not... Secondary. Big words, Secondary, right? tertiary, okay, ancillary. Yeah, it's kind of a side, okay. sidebar deal. All right, yeah. fair enough. Uh, and uh, second thing, uh, I remember the first time getting into this world, I had no idea what the uh, color guy meant. And so I think it was uh, Keith Jackson. He was the color guy, and they said, we got our color guy and i was just like what the hell is happening racist? right now I was like, is this, did they just say that on uh, we, we, it was right before the lsu game i'm in baton rouge i was like wow yeah okay uh but now i get it uh but An- no analyst yeah analyst so uh, now there's so many women in broadcast you can't say color guy yeah you'd have to say color, color broadcaster person. color person we'll God. just say we'll just say analyst it's a, it's a catch-all um no but uh greg uh, I, I think he he is amazing one he knows the game uh Offensively, defensively, special teams, and uh, he, he's a talker. Typical uh, tight end. Yeah, we we uh, we, we uh, trained together in South Florida uh, while I was doing combine. He was just there doing his off season training, and uh, that's the one thing I remember about him the most. He just would not stop talking like all the time, and his personality. He was witty. He was snapping, and so he puts that also with his knowledge, and so uh, and he just did a great job of you know 
I, I think what's the the hardest thing for some people to do who has played the game. Um, when they do their analytics and uh, they try to break stuff down, sometimes they're too insider baseball. And they say, like, you know, this guy went from cover two and there's rotation in the secondary. The safety came down. The nickel had a dog blitz. Your average person's like, what the hell is he talking about? Right. You know, he does a good job kind of dumbing it down to where, like, okay, I see what's coming. Romo's the same way. And um, I think with Brady, I'm interested to see if he can do that. Um, it's, he's not going to have the same kind of free form loose platform like the Manning brothers have when they do their, right. it's just them they have time to actually explain it and show it through so uh, I'm very interested I mean he knows the game in and out there's no doubt about it but uh, personality very curious to see how that works my brain is racing I got like nine things I want to spit out here real quick because I have a sidebar story to this also of a broadcasting nature um, when you were talking about getting inside baseball, basically, yeah. or inside football in this case, yeah. you know, one of the big things now is they talk about 12 personnel or 21 personnel, things like that. Yeah. And But they always come back and explain it. They're yeah. like, this means one running back, two tight ends, or whatever. And I don't mind that. I think it's good that they do that. I do the same thing on Oakland. So I'll say, yeah. this is plus 135, right? And then I explain, here's what plus means, here's what minus means. Yeah. Most people know who follow the sport or gamble, in uh-huh. my case. But I like to give it to a, you know, again, you can kind of feed everybody. People who know don't find it offensive yeah. or annoying. And people who don't go, oh, thanks for the clarification. I'd like to hear him explain what a dog blitz is. That'd be cool. <laughs> you want to know what it is. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that I don't know, too. Uh-huh. As long as I've covered the sport and played, you know, when I was, when I was younger. But it's uh, there's a lot of things that are sort yeah. of, you know, deeper meaning. I think a lot of people appreciate that kind of thing. And Romo is good at it. Yeah. And I think he can explain it in a way. So another question today. Today I have two more. Number one will be, who do you want, who would you rather have? Knowing that this is the final broadcast of them, would you rather have Nance and Romo, because that's who you get, okay. or would you rather have uh, Kevin Burkhart and um, Olsen? Yeah. I like Romo, man. He's so good. You do like yeah, Romo. Okay. I, I think he's so good. Uh, I don't have an issue with them, and they're, yeah. they, they're a good big game team, but Romo does say some things that are a little bit out there. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, and maybe I like Romo it because... A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I like it because I know what he's saying, so I, I can't really see it from a viewer who doesn't know what that stuff means. You can't so maybe understand I it from that. my perspective. Yeah, I don't, right. yeah, I don't, yeah. I've I'm never been that dumb when it comes to football. <laughs> I don't even know what that's like. But suck for you guys. Uh, and then the other thing is today is National Croissant Day. Oh. Croissant, bagel, English muffin, or plain old toast. Where are you going? You Because a lot of times you go to a place and they offer... I'm a, a variety. What, what are you doing? Man, I like a, a good croissant like with a little sausage, egg, and cheese on it, or a bagel with just some cream cheese on. You okay. Know? But if I had to pick, probably the croissant. This is a side to like an omelet or whatever you're getting as your main. Just as like with butter oh. and jelly, well, what are you doing? A side? Oh, oh, I would go with croissant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little croissant. butter on it. Okay. See, I would have gone English muffin. I'm an English muffin guy. I do like For English a side? muffin, too. That was probably my side. Uh, yeah, as a side to like an omelet or a, an egg dish or an whatever. English muffin. Huh? I love an English muffin. Okay. What I like it English. It's got a funny accent. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's funny. You have to you have to eat it with tea. I don't know. But there is a place in Hot Springs called the English Muffin, and they have like that. twenty different English muffins. Yeah. So you can get a chocolate English muffin. You can get a cinnamon raisin. You can get a whatever, whatever, whatever wow. sourdough. Okay. Whole wheat. You can get it all. Pumpernickel. No. They yeah. make them there. It's yeah. great. You eat pumpernickel. 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 Yeah. Never it's heard a, of that. Sounds like good. A, it's like a dark, darker bread. Okay. I wouldn't get a English muffin that's pumpernickel. <laughs> I like pumpernickel bread, but yeah. Anyway. It's, uh, it's a good little spot. Yeah. But I like English muffins. Fair enough. I'm a muffin guy. Yeah. They're good. Plus, I mean, you know, you eat enough for the McMuffin. I, I mean, guess the only one I would have is on a McMuffin. Yeah. yeah or Eggs Benedict. That's not bad. Dude, it's great. It's, yeah. it's a good butter jelly holder. Okay, fair enough. I mean, let's be honest. Most of these are just conveyors of butter or one jelly. Th- 1,000%. Yes. English, mu- English muffin without butter. What are we doing? What are we even doing? Same thing with the croissant. I got to have butter on that. The other piece of this is, uh, I was going to mention, was, um, did you see the trophy ceremony? Did you stay and watch after the game was over? You were already asleep. I was asleep, yes. So, the trophy 100%. ceremony in the NFC game, um, no, this was the early game. This was the AFC game. Okay. Did you watch any of that? I did not. Okay. I, did not. I forgot. Yeah, okay. No, it was the NFC game. It was the NFC game. Forget all that. Yeah. Reset. Back it up. San Fran. Try again. So, apparently, Terry Bradshaw was sick. Okay. So Michael Strahan had to fill in on the trophy ceremony, mm-hmm. and he is just getting pummeled online. It was super uncomfortable, and I wasn't sure why. I didn't realize he was filling in. I'm like, this dude hosts a national morning show. Yeah, every with his day. Friends, yeah. I'm like, and he does a good job. I like him on there, and I like him on the set. Yeah. But he was so out of his element, DJ. It was so uncomfortable to watch. 
So he was like, here, Joe Montana, hold this trophy. Now give it to your owner. Apparently, he was supposed to get Joe Montana to speak and say oh. a few things about, like you go, hey, everybody, Joe Montana, San Francisco legend. Joe, this has got to make your heart sing with joy. Yeah. The Niners are going back to the Super Bowl. Let him speak for a little bit. And then Joe knows he's supposed to present the trophy to the owner. Okay. Well, and he, he... Strahan just like, Joe, hold the trophy. Now give it to the owner. Okay. It was so awkward. And he's like, Ugh. hey, come on over. And then he goes, hey, Christian McCaffrey, this is why you this is why you got yourself put in this position from your old team. Oh, no. It's like, no, he got traded there, actually. Oh, it, no. The whole thing was so awkward. A cringeworthy. Very. Hard to watch. It was. What what, what happened? Would, uh, did he just find out right before the ceremony? I don't know when Bradshaw got sick. I don't, I don't think he was there all day. But I think they were like, hey, Michael. Terry can't do it. You do it. I mean, Michael would have been perfect, I would have Surely there would have been prep work, right? It sounded like yeah. he had no idea what was coming up. I don't think either he forgot or somebody didn't tell him, hey, Joe Montana's going to speak, <laughs> yeah, and then he's going to hand the trophy to the owner. So, heads up. Yeah. That's um, bad. Yeah. I love watching cringeworthy moments, though. Yeah, you should go back and try to Google it. It was yeah, bad. I will. He was getting roasted online. I felt bad for him. You know, I was thinking, too, like, I don't like Mike Greenberg. And then I was thinking, okay, you stick me up on that set, and I'm like... Gosh, that'd be a lot of pressure, man. You Would got be. millions of eyes on you. I don't know. He's been doing it a long time, though. No, for him, it's not a big deal now. Yeah. But I'm like, this dude isn't even good. I don't like him. He's yeah. he makes me cringe. Like he is such a he's very off putting to me. Yeah. I don't like him on radio either. I didn't uh, like him for years. Yeah. I always liked Golick fine. I never liked Mike that much. Yeah. But I'm like, if I slid in there, like, do I think I could do a better job? I don't know. Like, I think I could do a better job than Strahan did, yeah. especially if I got the heads up that I'm supposed to let Joe Montana yeah. speak. I think Strahan's doing just fine. Yeah. Yeah, his money's he right here. He checked his bank account and felt a lot better. He's like, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Well, he's, as a former, we talked about this yesterday, Yeah, being an athlete. Like, he's had plenty of criticism over yeah, the years. he's good to go. You think he gave one damn that people are like, man, Favre laid down for that last sack. You didn't no. earn that one. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, he's not worried at all. Check Put the it record in the book. book. Yep. I'm still in there. Put it in the it. book. Yeah. 10.32, DJ Williams, Justin Aker, and the Wizard, Christian Weaver. Chris Curry's here. Talk a little Little Rock baseball. You want to put Eli back at 45? Yeah, we'll talk to Eli Craner, 11.45, Pat Bradley at 11. Busy day, fun day in the zone. we got three questions of the day for you. Cook them up, have at it. We'll re-hit those uh, in a little bit. Your man's not calling. You keep falling. Fit them because you're insecure. And when I tell you that you're beautiful, you can't be sure. Because he don't seem to want you back. And it's got you... Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center. Two big road wins last night for top 10 teams in college basketball. First, it was number 7 Duke, 77 Virginia Tech, 67, 14 points and 8 rebounds. For Kyle Filipowski, he was one of four Blue Devils in double figures as Duke picks up the win in Blacksburg. And then number 4 Houston beats Texas in overtime, 76 to 72, 25 points and 8 rebounds, as well as four assists for Houston guard Jamal Shedd leading the way. Good action tonight in the top 25, including number 5 Tennessee hosting South Carolina and one ranked versus ranked matchup as number 25 TCU host number 15 Texas Tech. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Is your Oakland thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? you like it. Racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Paul Griffin in Monticello, Sam Eklund in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. 
Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a night of heart-pounding action. Pinnacle Fight Night, where warriors become legends. On February 3rd, experience the thrill of professional boxing as top fighters Carlos Nava, 10-0 with six knockouts, and Thomas Candyman Blair, 7-0 with three knockouts, defend their perfect records. At the Maumelle Event Center, as fighters from around the U.S. compete for victory. Don't miss the chance to be a part of history. Tickets are selling fast, so grab yours today at Eventbrite. Pinnacle Fight Night, where legends are made. Tap Time with Bryce Nall and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Woodrock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time Thursday from 7 till 8 on 103.7 The Buzz. Live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios. The Zone has a little bit of everything. Looks, DJ Williams. Confidence, DJ Williams. Athletic ability, DJ Williams. Brains, Christian Weaver. Oh, and, and Justin Acre is on the show, too. Now, let's get into the Oaklawn Hot Springs studio and see what the guys have for us today. I was so high, I did not recognize the fire burning in her eyes. Chaos that controlled my mind. All right, 1036 in the zone. We are back, and we've got a special guest in studio. And Coach and I were texting last night, and I wasn't even drinking. I just completely spaced. But Coach had a conflict at 1130, which was our original start time. And he's like, how about, I'm like, 10.30? He's like, sure. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, <laughs> completely spaced it. Because I'm an idiot. This is something you will learn about me, DJ, if you hadn't already gathered that. But I figured you kind of picked up Not on Not yet, man. Right now you're solid. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I know the button's to push over here, so I look smart in the studio. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, anyway, Chris Curry is here. Little Rock Baseball is already practicing a couple weeks away from their first game. And they have their... First pitch banquet on Friday. Is that the right way to say it, Coach? Absolutely. First pitch banquet, ninth annual, with our special guest. You might know him, Double R, Randy Rainwater, former Little Rock baseball alum back in the 70s. And uh, it's, it's going to be fun. And he called Little Rock basketball for a while, too, yeah? He did. Play-by-play. Yeah. Play. I did the bio, play-by-play. Play. He It's a cool bio. Play-by-play it play right early on. I think softball Hall of Fame. Uh, Randy's Randy's done a lot. He, yeah. He's... he's uh, He's well-traveled. What position did he play? Uh, you know, it's funny. We dug up some stats, and we'll show them on Friday. Yeah. But he's actually a two-way guy. Oh. He pitched and hit a little. It was one appearance. Okay. Uh, but uh, the the year that we have, it was uh, he hit three thirty three over 24 bats. Okay. Um, there were some stolen bases in there. And oh, so, so he's fast. I'm he's thinking, got a little I'm thinking juice. he could okay. run. Okay. I'm thinking he could run a little bit. So, nice. uh um, I'll get more info on Friday from him, but uh, I think he was a good athlete. Okay. Did you ever pitch? I did in high school. I did in did high school. Did you ever school. get pressed into action in a blowout in in college? Not in college. I never pitched in college. I pitched in high school. I would catch six innings and, and throw the seventh. I did not get to pitch in any blowouts, but that is an awkward situation, pitching in blowouts. Yeah. Uh, for both teams. Do you do that, though? Have you had that happen some where you've had uh, to throw your position players in? Sometimes. I mean, you get to a point where, you know, you've only got so much pitching and you realize this game is over and all but over, and so you'll use a position guy. Yeah. Just... You know, it's it's not really throwing the game away. It's injury purposes, saving arms mm-hmm. for tomorrow. Um, but it it is a weird situation. So me not being too familiar with the unwritten rules in baseball, and which, there, I, and which there I, are, I find fascinating. There uh, are one million way. unwritten rules in baseball. <laughs> so uh, some I don't like, some I don't understand, some I get. You know, but th- so how do you? I've seen that in the majors sometimes when they just bring in a position player. So how does that work? Does the guy try to knock it out of the park, or do we just try to get this game over? Well, you you were a professional athlete, so that guy up to bat. I mean, he he's it's playing. A stats. It's a stats. It's it goes on his. You know, as we as you say in baseball, that goes on his baseball card forever. Yeah. And so just because the other team is losing, I'm not going to stop trying yeah. if I'm the hitter. Um, you know, there was that thing that came across my feed yesterday where a guy hit a home run on three zero count, mm-hmm. um, and and benches cleared, but. Typically, the seventh <laughs> inning in a nine-inning game is kind of the, the, the mark where, okay, if we're up by, you know, in the big leagues, it would be probably plus 10. Yeah. If you're up by 10 in, in a college game, plus 10, I mean, that lead is not safe. Yeah, wow. And, okay. And because yeah. of, you know, bullpens and depth and the, and the, and the aluminum bat. But, yeah. Um, about plus ten after the seventh inning, you'll see major league teams. They understand. What's shut going it on. down and, mm-hmm. and get a get a position player warm. Fair enough. Coach, uh, have we? I was just googling it while we were talking, so I was listening, but I was also trying to multitask. You'll see me do that a lot, DJ. We're yeah. just getting used to each I get other. It. Um, I'm not ignoring. Did they have a preseason pullout yet? 
Uh, no. Um, the Ohio Valley announces that next Thursday. Good. Then I thought I'd missed it because I was like, well, I don't want to go, hey. But I'm assuming you're going to be picked towards or at the top with what you have returning, including the nation's leader in ERA. I would ex- I would expect for us to, and, th- and that's a fun place to be, a place we haven't been in in our program, um, l- literally to expect to be picked near the top. And that's because we have 96% of our at-bats coming back from last year and 84% of our innings. And then, of course, Jackson Wells, our Friday night guy who led the, the entire country in ERA, he was announced as a third-team preseason All-American by D1 Baseball. And Four all-conference guys, first team returning. Nico Bomba, great name, home run leader. That's awesome. Hit, hit two bombs, pun intended, in, in, in scrimmages yesterday. Skylar Trevino's back, left-handed hitter, strong uh, second baseman. Tyler Williams, who's going to rewrite the offensive record books at Little Rock. Uh, wow. He's going to break all Randy's records uh, for sure, but right. uh, he's going to rewrite the records. And so all those guys are back. You know, college athletics, you guys talk about it every day, is getting older and older and older, and especially for a mid-major like us, it's very important to be experienced and older. So I would expect us to be picked pretty high. Tell Tyler when he does like 40 years in Little Rock Radio, I'll be impressed. But until then, <laughs> right, just keep it up. Um, Two I'm careers. excited. I will tell you this. I took my son to a couple games last year. Yeah. It is a phenomenal experience, and it is easy in and out. I mean, you sit back, you have a cold beverage, you're watching a ball game. Mm. It is a great setting. Yep. There ain't a bad seat in the house. I mean, you can sit over on the berm, bring a blanket if you want to. Bring your dog. Bring your dog. Ugh. I mean, it's a blast, honestly. We've got to go a few games together this year, DJ. It's a great way to eat a bag of peanuts and drink a cold beverage and uh, watch some great baseball. You're saying you're trying to hang out outside of this building? If you're okay with it. I'm down for it. I mean, you like baseball. I wouldn't do it for nothing, but you offered I, to cook I, I like, yesterday. I, I was like, what is it about? I, I would much rather prefer to go to a baseball game and watch it on TV. Why is that? You know what I mean? It's just We talked about this in the office yesterday. You yeah. know, they're trying to... You know, we. We're, all these speed up rules are coming down down the pipe for us, and they're trying to speed up the game, pitch clocks, and in between innings. Yeah. And because the games are three hours, and if you're sitting on your couch, not many folks sit down and watch a three-hour baseball game. But you'll go to the ballpark. I think it's because there's so many other things that are going on. You can have a full-blown conversation and not miss much in a baseball game. Uh, you can get up, walk around. You go to a major league game. They've done an unbelievable job marketing. There's so many things to see and smell and hear. And mm-hmm. I'm with you. I love going to a ball game over watching on TV. You know, I feel like when it comes to using technology, I would say baseball, they try to keep it away more than any other sport. What do you think? I mean, this is somebody who's not a big baseball guy. I just don't understand how many times I've seen on TV a clear strike that umps miss oh, yeah. all the time. I mean, they show it for all of us to see. Uh, do you ever see a time when they just rely on that for strikes and balls? They don't yet. There has been conversation about using an electronic strike zone and putting an earpiece in the umpire's ear. Ooh. And then even a, a, a experimental rule down, way out in the future would be the hitter and the pitcher get one challenge uh, you know, per game, per, I don't know, per three innings. But you could actually challenge the call by, by turning around and making a signal or throwing down a flag. But wow. it's very difficult, especially when you go back and watch the game again. And we all have pitch trackers and data information. Mm-hmm. And we get a printout of the umpire right after the game of, yeah. of, of uh, his or her accuracy. accuracy. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, 80% is considered very good in college baseball. And they expect uh, major leaguers to be above 90%. Wow. Kind of on the same vein as DJ's question, isn't it a little odd that baseball tries to kind of keep the technology away a little bit, but they were on the forefront of analytics in sports? Yes, it's a very good question. They Baseball, very secretive, a lot of contractual things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it, it's just a very secretive sport. Football yep. is, they want everybody to know, oh, yeah. you know what's going on. I did see something about a GPS or something on the line of scrimmage for a first down because yep. the yep. spot is so subjective. But uh, yeah, Christian, that's that's a good point. Baseball is hyper. Even if you're, say, Moneyball, the Jonah Hill character, yeah. those guys have to sign contracts uh, not to disclose any of their data or information with, with anyone. And then the players are also told that as well. Yeah. And so for as much data and information as they have in the MLB, uh, it is super secretive. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. I, don't, I mean, I just uh, like I said, just very fascinated with those that – 
all that baseball stuff. It's like I said, the hidden rules, the understood rules. It's just uh, uh, incredible to me. But no, I would love to see that change in baseball. I mean, it, you said ninety percent, but that ten percent wrong could be a World Series or not. You know, changes so the it game. Just, it just blows my mind. Couple, yeah. couple three calls one way or the other, especially in the count, change the game. And we saw a blown call at first base cost a guy a perfect game a couple years ago. Yes, he too. did. It's been a few years ago now, probably. But and they I, didn't have review that that time. Right. What I, was I, his I, name went into the Detroit picture. I believe. I don't remember what his name was. Do you remember the name, Coach? Gonzalez? Okay. Yeah. Sounds right. I think you're right. Um, We have no money ball in the system, which is embarrassing. I will tell you this. I have learned to appreciate even more than I did when I first saw it. I read the book, loved it. Saw the movie, loved it. And now anytime it's on, I just sit and watch. That's an amazing movie. The interaction of of, uh, Brad Pitt, well, obviously he's playing a character. Billy Bean. Billy Bean, thank you. But, I mean, his interaction with the scouts yes. and changing the, we've always done it this way, so we're going to do it this way. No, we don't do it like that. That's the way I like to live life. I'm sure you do, too. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of lame. It's like, oh, we've always done it this way. Well, this way's better. Let's try this. Yeah. Or maybe it's not, but let's just try it. Yeah. And then the other part of it is dealing with the manager. Same thing. He's like, but he's never played first base. He's like, come on, Hatterberg can play first base. No big deal. <laughs> How hard is it? And then Willie Randolph goes, extremely, extremely hard. hard. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the right now, there's an old school, new school battle in baseball. You yep. know, from bat flips to celebrations to can he play first base? Mm-hmm. Where do you hit the guy in the lineup? And, you know, you can't discount 30 years of scouting and MLB experience. But mm-hmm. one of the worst reasons to keep doing something in any organization or team is because that's the way we've always done. It. Mm-hmm. But I believe my person, I've seen the pendulum swing up maybe a little too far to the analytics, and you even saw it in football. I mean, you got some coaches going for it on fourth down just because the numbers say so, yeah. even though you can see that their defense is just stuffing you. Yeah. Don't and, feel good about that fourth down. Right. Kick it. Yeah. right. I don't yeah. care what the analytics say. <laughs> the, these guys, these 4D tackles are wearing us out. Yeah. Baseball, same way. I, I know I, I shouldn't bunt here, but. I know who's hitting for me and how he's been swinging the bat. I know who they've got on the mound because they're humans. They're not robots. Mm -hmm. And so you can't calculate every single day exactly what the output of that human's going to be in the moment. They're not a robot. Are they tired? Did they get their sleep? Mm -hmm. Are are they slightly injured? Did their girlfriend break up with them? Are they distracted? That is a great point that that matters. Are they having relationship issues off the field? Are they distracted? That's a real thing. Yes, sir. Real thing. My freshman year, Coach Nutt asked me to break up with my girlfriend. And I did. <laughs> Let her go. <laughs> it was it. It was a wrap. Wow. I'm not kidding. He, I was going through it. I was struggling. I'll tell you who it is after we get off here because you'll know who it is. Yeah. But yeah, had to had to let her go. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. Future All American. How about yeah. that? <laughs> Sometimes you got stuff. You got to let you him think go. you would have been an All American if you didn't break up with her? I don't think so. Oh, that was the catalyst. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Coach Nutt. Yeah. No who, who you surround yourself is very important. <laughs> yes, it, it matters. I want to talk about the banquet on Friday in just a second um, after the break, Coach. But as we do, uh, before we hit the break, I do want to mention Jackson Wells, who is obviously a key cog in the makeup, and it's never happened before and likely not to happen again with all due respect to Jackson this year. But leading the nation in ERA is a remarkable achievement at any school, and to do it at a place like Little Rock is just great. I mean, it's great for your program and notoriety and certainly not, not too shabby for him either. What, what's special? about him what makes him different as a pitcher he he is such a routine habit individual he rarely says much at practice but all you have to do is watch him go about his business and it is a template for how to work uh, if if he were a quarterback, he'd be a, the ultimate game manager, never throws in into a bad situation, always in the right play. It's not flashy. He's six foot one, one ninety five, which for right handed pitchers is not special. He doesn't throw ninety five. But his command, his control but again, like we were talking about with the analytics, the bulldog in him, you can't measure. You just can't. he pitches differently when the, when the lights are on, and he pitches better when runners are on base and in traffic, and he's just mm-hmm. a, a, a bulldog. If you saw him throw uh, in a scrimmage, let's say Friday when he scripted the throw, you might walk away going, "I that wasn't a hundred miles an hour." What what's? But they don't hit him, they don't see him well, and he just finds a way to get people out, and uh, we're we're privileged. I'm going to enjoy the 15, 16, 17 times I get to watch him pitch this nice. year. Yeah. I got a lot of baseball questions. Yeah. How much longer we have him? A whole other segment. Oh, I can't wait. But he'll come back again. He, okay. is, he is also my unofficial life coach. <laughs> coach Curry's <laughs> got a lot of wisdom, uh, and I, I really look up to him, and I certainly respect what he does as a not only a coach but a man. So we're going to talk to him a little bit more on the other side. Banquet time Friday. We'll tell you if you want to be a part of it. You still have seats? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to be a part of it, on the other side, 1049. I want to be. 
Need a new set of tires? Or maybe your car is making a noise that is waking the dead. Payday is still two weeks away, or maybe you're waiting on your tax refund. We've all been there. Your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot understands. That's why we offer several finance programs. Maybe your credit's not as spotless as you'd like it to be. Our understanding staff can help. All this and huge savings, too. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Hi folks, this is Chris Zender out here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep in Sherwood. The recent snowstorms have really put us behind. We've got to do something drastic to make some sales up, so Frank told me to do whatever it takes to make some deals. So I'm inviting you to come in, pick out a vehicle you like, and make us an offer. We'll do whatever it takes to make a deal today. You'll save over 15% off Jeep Gladiators, $13,000 off new Rams. There's never been a better time to buy a new Ram, and we're talking 24 models, and we're taking 10% off every new new Ram Heavy Duty in stock, 2023 and 2024 models, and you'll save up to 15% off the 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got to do something drastic. We're making crazy deals on every new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in stock. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. So I was talking to my friend Bobby the other day, and he said, is this QC Kinetics real? Like, will they really get rid of my joint pain? I said, absolutely. If you've got injuries or if you've got arthritis, just call them today for that free consultation, and they will show you exactly how your own body will heal itself. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Connects uses regenerative medicine that is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Do you have arthritis? arthritis, or maybe an old injury. Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Do like many people in Central Arkansas have done. Call QC Kinetics now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Once again, the consultation's free at QC Kinetics. It's just an acre for Serta Pro Painters. It's a company I've used for years for many projects inside and outside over the years, and soon you'll be able to say the same, and you'll be happy that you can. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time, but Serta Pro does. They'll walk you through the process, help you pick out exactly the right color paint for whatever room you're trying to redo, and they're going to leave behind a beautiful, clean project. You won't even know they were there, other than the project being done, and your wall's looking great. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated, so get them on the case as soon as possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the zone. Man, she slammed that door. She broke my heart. That girl so got out of town fast. It is 10.53. got a few more minutes with Coach Curry, who is here from Little Rock Baseball. First game is... Friday, February 16th, 3 o'clock versus Wichita State. Shockers come to town? Yes. All the Midwest teams love <laughs> to get out of the Midwest this time of year. they got to get out of the snow and come south. So. Do you pitch Jackson Wells day one? Yes. Okay. As of right now, if, if, good Lord willing, uh, yes, he is scripted to go day one. How do you feel about your lineup this year comparatively to last year? Our guys, you know, Steve Sullivan has a saying. He says, a year older is not always a year better. You feel like your guys are a year better? Some of them, yes. Okay, there you go. And and we'll know. Honest answer. We'll know. We'll know Friday, February Mm -hmm. sixteenth, right? But that has actually been the message. Uh, You know, what are you better at? You know, your numbers last year are great. You know how it is, DJ. Mm -hmm. You had a great year last year. So what? It's actually probably going to be tougher because you're not a secret anymore. They're going to know how to pitch you. There's going to be more data information, scouting report out there on you. So what can you do to improve, to inc- to to decrease your weaknesses while keeping your strengths there? How, how's your routine better? How are you a better player? What do you do better than, than last year? But to answer your question about the lineup, I, I'm... I love our lineup because I trust the guys. They they really sh- they they run them themselves at practice. They hold each other accountable. Had a, had a young guy not run out of fly ball a couple days ago, not give effort, and uh, there were some older guys mm-hmm. that made sure that that was. Uh, corrected in the right way. They gave him a code red. Uh, no, they didn't give him a code red. Oh. Great, great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few good men, but uh, 
when you have leadership in the clubhouse and the coaches don't have to be as micromanaging, it's it's great. But I trust the lineup and their dynamic. There's power. There's speed. There there's a lot of different ways. Every oh sorry, go ahead. yeah, I was, I was curious as as a coach, and you kind of said it. You you had a very honest answer. Uh, you know, but let's just say I'm curious how a coach handles this. this you know you had your ups and your downs as a team and you know us reporters ask all these questions what's wrong what's wrong uh how do you navigate that as a head coach of not being too honest and somewhat given an honest answer the only thing i think of is we used to ask sam Pittman every week what's wrong with the offensive line and he gave us every answer but the truth you know he easily could have just said look they're just not good i don't know what else to say <laughs> he's not good uh, 73 is not good 53 we could drop the perfect play teach him everything so how do you navigate that as a coach when it comes to there's an apparent lack of talent but you obviously don't want to throw your guys under the bus sure and i think you have to think as a player you yeah. know a lot of times don't forget those coaches are speaking through the media to the team. Oh, yeah. And Nick Saban was the king of that. Yeah. But you do have to be honest. You want to respect the media guys and give them good information. But your team comes most important. Uh-huh. And uh, if I pick one of the two to be mad at me, the media or my team... Uh, Easy choice. Yeah. yeah. It, it, but there comes a point where you need to fire some people up. Yeah. And so you, 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 the answer changes day to day. This press conference, I probably need to call some people out. Ooh. And I probably needed to put some people on notice. Yeah. Um, or I may know that we're just not talented enough, but they are working hard, mm-hmm. doing their best. And then behind the scenes, I may be recruiting yeah, like yeah. crazy to yeah. cover it up. Fair so enough. it is difficult, DJ. You want to give the right answer. You're dying to give the honest answer, but there's there's a lot of different people listening. Yeah, I get it. Chris Curry joining us in studio, uh, talking about Little Rock baseball. Again, getting underway the 16th, hosting the Shockers of Wichita State. And you can go get a – that's the other thing. The tickets are real affordable, too. So season tickets, single-game ticket, whatever. Uh, also affordable is the banquet Friday night, Coach. So give us the deets on that. Yeah, so uh, if you there's still corporate tables available. There's tickets. You can uh, shoot an email to baseball at ualr.edu, or you can call 501-916-6858. It's not a stuffy – coat and tie bow tie deal it's a fun will and will jones uh paula jones do the barbecue there's Ooh. a si- silent auction yeah let, let me know if you want to take it I, I know okay. a guy I'm uh, they, we have a little fun with the team you know they get to make fun of each other a little bit we might have a guy a uh, little hint spoiler might have a guy show a talent off that he's got and uh there's a lot of laughing we have team awards there's mm-hmm. a lot of people in the community that come out and uh, of course we got randy and and that's going to be fun just to dig into his yep. story and um, great kickoff for the for the year, and you get a picture with a uh, All American pitcher, Jackson Wells. Very cool. fan. If you got a kid that plays ball, that's a great event to bring cool. him to. Yeah, we're looking forward to them. I'm, I'm going to be there for sure. I'm looking forward to coach. I appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you on Friday, and then we'll see you on the 16th. Sounds great, you guys. Keep up the good work. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's Chris Curry with Little Rock Baseball coming up. Pat Bradley with the SEC Network joining us, courtesy of River City Flooring. Find them online at rivercityflooringinc.com. And we will talk to him on the other side. Red, red, red White Report also coming up thanks to Big O Tires. It's 10.58, and you're in the zone with DJ Williams, Christian Weaver, and Justin Acre. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget we're on YouTube if you want to see DJ. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Facebook. I haven't picked my boogers in some time now. <laughs> Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for?